unwritten rules of Facebook. It cut all of our ad costs by over 70%. How do you want to be able to take in all of this data that's around us? Some of these campaigns have done up to $20 million in sales. I think this is going to be the future for the next 10 years. And now here is The Win with your hostess, serial entrepreneur, marketeer, and chief sexy boss, Heather Havenwood. Look, our whole world revolves around our iPhone, iPad, Droid. You know they say we look at our phones on average 150 times a day? And if you're a small business and want to actually grow, you need to reach people where they're looking at and listening the most, their smartphones. See, marketing via text messaging is a great way to start and it's super easy. Just text the word START to 72000 to learn more about my friends at Mobit. They're marketing experts and they will show you how to use text messaging for your business and to get more leads and convert them amazingly. Again, text the word START to 72000. Again, that's text the word START, S-T-A-R-T, to 72000. Hi, everyone, and welcome to The Win with Heather Havenwood. So today I have on the line someone pretty, really awesome. It's someone that I actually, believe it or not, bought his product years and years ago, and I didn't go through it. Eric, I really want to apologize right now on air with everybody. I apologize. I did not go through your product. You're the first one to ever not go through the product. (laughs) I doubt that, Eric. (laughs) I no, every I have 100% success rate, except now it's now it's 99.9%. I deeply apologize. Uh, you know, I did buy your product, and we'll talk about it here in a second. He's a sales and marketing coach, really focused on sales, and you and I actually know a lot of the same people, so it's a lot of fun. But I have to just honestly be honest with you. I did buy your product, and then I didn't go through it. <laughs> so now everyone knows I'm a bad person. We'll go through more confessional later on yes, in the segment. Absolutely, more confessional later. So today on the line is Eric. Now, how do you say your last name? Uh, Loth Home, home like house. Home like house. Loth Home is a master sales trainer who has helped over 10,000 students make more sales. Trained by best selling sales expert Dr. Donald Monier, Eric has helped generate nearly 500 million in revenue in the last two decades. And Eric honed his skills as a sales trainer for Tony Robbins from 97 to 99 before finding and founding his own company. And Eric is a naturally gifted speaker and teacher for over 18 years. Eric has been sharing his proven sales, increasing ideas of people all over the world. He he offers expert training for both corporate sales departments and for individuals like myself, even though I didn't go through the course. But I apologize. And honestly, you know what? I did go through a little bit, I have to say. And I did like it. I really did like it. I know you and I have talked about some people that you have helped train um, and, and what I call front of the room sales. And here we are moving that over to podcasting. So let's talk about you for a second. Um, so you worked with Tony Robbins and then you found your company. What have you been doing for the last decade? Yeah, just doing the sales training thing. Um, I go out and just work with, with people and speaking and through uh, conference calls and one-on-one coaching and writing books and teaching seminars and just love uh, focusing on the, the sales end and, and helping people out to, to increase their results. Well, you know, something specifically about you that I was uh, attracted to you and why I bought your course. <laughs> I'm going to go back to that over and over and over again. Uh, it was a Dan Kennedy seminar sitting there and listening to you speak. You have a particular way of talking about sales presentations or systems, systems of selling. And I think people over over and underestimate that conversation. It's almost more about systemization or scripting, as you call it, in sales. Can you can expand what that is? 
Yeah, so it's predictable that anybody listening to this right now can increase their persuasiveness and their close ratio if they layer persuasion into their presentation. So it's no longer, well, I'm either born a sales superstar or I'm not. I mean, some people are born naturally persuasive. Most people aren't. I wasn't born that way. So I had my mentor in my uh, early 20s, and he taught me all these different things that I can do to bring into a presentation, to make the presentation more persuasive. And one of the things about people is human beings respond in predictable ways. So once you figure out a way of communicating, a way of asking probing questions, the way of telling the story, a way of closing, kind of crack the code on it, and you can just do the same thing over and over and over and over and over again and produce predictable results. And so I really empower people on how to improve the persuasiveness through proper preparation and, and techniques. Okay, so there's a script to that, and I completely concur with that, and, and I find it interesting. So when I was in the seminar business traveling the country, and I know you and I crossed paths some time back then, is I would, you know, I would follow basically and listen to people like Ted Thomas, all right, and Marshall Silver and Ron Legree and all these crazy people that would uh, sell from the stage. And I think that there's a particular kind of way to it. But you're right; it doesn't look like it's scripted, but it is scripted. So, how does it work as a salesperson to say, "Oh, I'm going to script my close"? Is that what you work on with people, or how does that work? What are the things that people go through in that? Yeah, it, it absolutely does. But it, it starts with um, some basic training on what a script is, because a lot of people listening to this right now are going, script? I don't want to use a script. And so uh, we've got to start with, well, what exactly is a script? And, and the actual definition is words in sequence that have meaning. And what that means is, if you're talking and making sense, you're using a script. So a script to be a script doesn't mean it's prepared in advance. It doesn't mean it's written down. It doesn't mean... Um, that you've practiced it. It just means you're talking and making sense. So everybody listening right now talks and makes sense. Therefore, you're all using scripts. Now, having said that, the next level of the conversation is preparation. If you think through in advance what it is that you're wanting to accomplish and you identify the specific outcomes of the presentation, you can step back and you can craft the presentation to increase the likelihood that you're going to get that result. So if you want to get three referrals in your next sales presentation, you can step back and you can prepare the presentation in a way that guides the prospect to give you those three referrals or to book another appointment or to buy your product. And so that's the whole conversation is knowing there's all these things that you can do to predictably Guide the prospect to get the results that you want. Okay, so let's talk about that for a second. I love so this is great. I'm gonna I'm gonna go down this a little deeper. So, um, I was talking to someone who works for us and who's in kind of in a sales capacity for us, and I said, uh, and I, I'm actually curious what you say about this. I said to her, I said, you know, sales is like like you said, guiding. I said I, my analogy was a horse. When you if you come at a horse, the horse is gonna like get freaked out. If you how you actually walk a horse is you get into the horse and you guide the horse, like you literally guide the horse. Like when you walk, you put your hand underneath the chin and you like lead the horse to whatever the water, the barn, whatever. That's sales. At least I think so. I'm gonna ask your opinion. And I looked at um, the girl who was working for me. I said one of the things you have to overcome is you gotta people please. You can't stop people pleasing, right? Because sales it hinders you when you people please. When you try to when you go to the horse and say, would you like some water? 
right? The horse is going to look at you like, I don't know what I want. You know what I mean? So would you say that's true? Is that, the, is that a good analogy of guiding a horse? Your job is to guide the conversation towards whatever that end goal is, or is that incorrect? Yeah, I would completely agree. And so in, in my process, uh, I call it the sales mountain. And in the example, you as a salesperson, you're a mountain climbing guide. You're going to lead and guide the prospect up the sales mountain into the sweet spot. That's where you ask for the order. Selling is about leadership. Selling is about leading people to action. And so a lot of people don't look at it like that. So, I mean, imagine the horse and not guiding the horse and what would happen to you if you just let the horse do whatever the heck you, you want the horse wanted to do. Well, in a sales presentation, what we have to own is I'm the expert. So if I'm selling insurance, I'm the expert, not the product, not the prospect. If I'm selling fill in the blank, I'm the expert. So we've got to own that. We've got to lead and guide the prospect to action. It's, selling is a very intentional style of communication. And there's all these things that anybody can learn to predictably get better. And we can go you know, as deep as you want based on the time that we have today on how all of you listening can do this. And it's really, it's an empowering conversation. It's a conversation of hope because I'm telling you, as you're listening to my voice right now, you guys can do this. You can all get better at selling, become more successful, get your message out to the world, make more money, close more sales, build your business. It's all totally predictable. Mm. Oh my God. I love this. Yes. We want to go deeper. And I actually want you to think about it. What I call an example in the, in today's, you know, what's going on out there. And I want you, if you haven't told people, haven't told Eric, he's going to do this. Donald Trump, I just want you to see, I'm curious of your response about if he is, um, if he's running a script or not. Is he, quote unquote, off script? Is he going crazy? Or is he actually on script and doing persuasion NLP? Is he? What do you think? Well, he's a unique guy because yeah. he he's going in, in an unpredictable way. Human beings respond in predictable ways. So just like any industry, most everybody does, does the same thing. Well, politicians, they all, you know, promise to lower taxes and they promise, you know, they promise this and promise that. And, and that draws people to them and so forth. Well, well, Trump, he, he approaches it in a totally different way. And so it's unpredictable what's going to happen because he's going off script, right? He's in, but what he's selling is certainty. He's selling, he's got these core messages that people are resonating with and, and people are sick and tired of traditional politics. And that's the problem that, that Clinton has right now is she represents the way it's always been. Right. And Trump's saying, look, the way it's always been, you know, is corrupt and it's, it's, it's rigged and it's this and it's that. Well, that's resonating with people. So, you know, it, the one thing about Trump, we have no idea what's going to happen because He's not following a script. I mean, he may have one in his brain, but we it's unpredictable. Um, but he is selling certainty, and that is drawing people to him. I mean, he definitely has a huge audience, um, and, and we'll see how it plays out. Yeah, and, and I put, guys, everyone, I put him on the spot here. I just want to let you know. So the reason why we're bringing up Donald, I want to kind of go down just a little further. As you said, he is selling certainty. And from a sales and marketing NLP persuasion, you know, view, and that's what we're bringing it up. And I'm talking about Donald only because from a sales and marketing persuasion, he's speaking, he's selling with words every day, you know, um, 
I have a particular view that how he's doing that is he's kind of controlling the media in some way. And through that negative or positive in a way he's controlling the the message would you say that in a persuade i'm not saying this is the right way to do sales and marketing but just in the world of you said hey he's selling certainty i never thought about that i was like oh yeah you're absolutely right he is selling certainty is that really a, the strongest view or pers- if you were his if you were his campaign manager would you say okay as a sales and marketing person this is the way you should go what do you think well i'll say it in a, in a practical application yeah for everybody listening, is that um, one of the reasons why preparing your presentation in advance is such an effective strategy is you walk in more confident. And there's there's the words you say, and then there's your own, your own personal confidence, and that creates an X factor in the presentation. So if you're selling to somebody, and you're really being powerful and confident that I can solve your problem, they may choose to buy from you based on your own belief that you can solve their problem. Like I believe wholeheartedly, no matter who's listening right now, whether you're the newest person to sales, the most experienced person or anywhere in between, I can help you make more sales. And so I'm projecting that powerfully and confidently. I can deliver to you if that's what you want. Well, that's what Trump's doing. So you can do this in your own presentations by really crafting a powerful presentation, getting the right words down to project certainty. And it's not something that you're going to probably do at your best off the cuff. If you think about a comedian doing improv, it might be hilarious. It might just fall flat and the guy gets booed off the stage. So you take a Jim Carrey and he goes behind the scenes and really crafts his jokes for any great comedian. He can go out and predictably knock the ball out of the park every single time. And we can do that with our selling. And so back to Trump, he's always saying, I can solve this. You know, he's like, he's saying the country, like I can solve all of the problems all by myself. (laughs) Well, whether you like the message or not, he is communicating confidence. And that's very powerful from a persuasion standpoint. If you're a real estate agent and you're like, look, I can sell your home in the fastest amount of time, get you the maximum amount of money you want for your for your home. I'm a master negotiator. And you just powerfully communicate that. And I'm not saying that's the right script, but the essence is certainty. And uh, in sales, you can make a lot of money when you're conveying certainty. Now, we want to be able to fulfill on the promise, right? It's right. one thing to draw somebody in <laughs> and say, I'm going to do this. It's another thing Difficult. to be truthful in your scripting. So if I say to you, I can help you make more sales. Well, I got to be able to back that up and deliver. And what what um, some people do is they sell based on certainty. They influence the other person and then they don't deliver. So that's a key thing in our own integrity with our clients is to be able to deliver on the promise. And that becomes, you know, anger and upset and bait and switch. Those are where those words come from because they believed, they believed that this person would solve their problems. So, you know, and give the solution of, and then they don't fulfill on that. And then that, that's where it comes up. Buyer's remorse and they're, I'm mad at them and all kinds of other stuff come up, I think is showing that integrity. That's interesting. Now, would you say, we're talking about certainty. Do you call that a principle of sales or do you call that a strategy? And if, if you do, what are the top five or top principles or strategies or whatever you call it that you make sure that are in all sales scripts or do you have those? Well, the, the, I, I would absolutely call certainty a strategy and the way you get certainty, it's actually, it's, it's so obvious. 
it's such an obvious thing. It's like, after I tell you the idea, you're going to, well, duh. So my 11-year-old daughter, her name is Sarah, and she loves being in school plays. So she signs up for the play. They give her the script. She comes home. She practices it by herself. She practices it with the family. She goes to play practice. It comes, you know, opening night for the play. And so, you know, we all go and we watch her, and she knocks it out of the park. I mean, she just says her lines beautifully. And, and you, you watch these young kids, and you're like, how do they do this? They're not professional actors. How they just, they're, they're incredible. Well, think about it. How does my 11-year-old daughter put certainty in her body? She has the script. She practices it. She role plays it. She knows exactly what to say, when to say it, how to say it, why to say it. Well, model that in your sales presentation. Right. So figure out what you're going to say. Role play it, practice it over and over and over and over and over again. I mean, I took a guy one time, his bottom producing guy struggled asking for the order. Like it was just like painful for him to ask for the order. And some people struggle with that. It's like a psychology about asking for the money. And I gave him a script. And the first time he did it with a live prospect, he was like all nervous. After the 10th time of delivering the script, knowing exactly what to say, he's like, I got this. Mm. So this was a guy who was resistant to selling, uncomfortable in the ask. But see, if you really think about it, if you're listening right now, if you're uncomfortable in the ask, you're probably doing improv when you're asking for the money. I'm laughing because I actually took a year of improv and I actually love improv. So I no, I completely concur with that. I think it's one of the challenges, the close, they call it the close, is asking for the money and sales. Yeah. I know in the in the speaking industry, I used to work with speakers. I'm like, you got to ask for the money because they'd be really confident about their whatever their thing is and teach you how to buy and sell houses or whatever their thing is. Like confident, confident, confident. And then they come down to the close and go, and you know, if you want some of the things, you can go back in the room and you can buy that. You're like, where happened to that confidence and asking for or the money, you know, and it's like they don't take the time to do that completely. And I, um, again, I was talking about a company, Skinny Beam, that I work with, and I was there one day, and we had sold, we're selling like a $1,500 package. The doctor goes from selling the package and then goes to the front of the room and says, okay, you know, you they're buying the package. Have a good day, right? And then walks away because he's done the, the heavy lifting. And our new person says the thing that killed it. She said, Okay, y'all, y'all want this? Yep. Right. And I overheard her, and I don't like technically work there, meaning I'm not. I'm in behind the scenes. So I run to the doctor. I'm like, she just killed it. Like, go, go, you know, you gotta save it. It was too late. They already went in their head, and they're like, do I really? Want? No, no. I don't really want, you know, and so it was done. It was done. They walked out the, out the door and there it goes $1,500. But it's, it's that confidence of saying, I mean, all the heavy lifting was done. All she had to do was saying, would you like credit card check or how are you going to pay for that? I mean, that's all she had to say to take right. what I call move that transaction. And because they were already closed. They'd already yep. said yes to the doctor. They already said yes to the authority person. And in the back of the room, it was just check credit card. And this happened a lot. And I'm going to ask you a question around this I promise is that when I was in the seminar business, you know, you have the speaker at the front of the room going, go to the back of the room, go to the back of the room. And we were trained that our job was not to talk about the product. Our job was not to talk about how great the speaker was. Our job is to say, would you like package A, B or C? Would you like check credit card? And which credit card? Awesome. Sign here. I mean, that if we said anything outside of that script, we would lose a sale. Right. If yeah. We, if we talked about the product, like, well, the package A includes, we would, we wouldn't, you know, we weren't even allowed to even know. Like, um, well, Eric talked about it. Would you like A, B, or C? 
would you like A, B, or C? You know, like that's all we were allowed to say because the heavy lifting had already happened. So let me ask you this. Other than the principle of certainty, right, then what other principles or strategies do you talk about in the scripting? Because this is really powerful, and I think everyone should have a script in their business. Yeah, so one of the, the, the step before the script is the outline. And the way you, you craft an outline for your presentation, <clears throat> you're going to list out every key point that you need to make in the presentation. And once you have, let's just say there's 12 key points. All right, I've got my 12 points. Now, what's the order that they're going to go in or the sequence? And that's going to create the outline of your presentation. We want to be clear on what is the exact result that we want to have. So do you want to sell your product? Do you want to book an appointment, a, a second appointment? Do you want to get a referral? What is it that we're trying to accomplish? So we're crystal clear on that. And then each one of those 12 outline points is a mini script. So the big script is the combination of the 12 outline points. But the way that we write a script is you don't sit down and say, well, what do I say first? What do I say second? What do I say third? We write a mini script for each of the 12 points. So one of the 12 points might be probing questions. So you would work on, okay, well, what are the probing questions and in what order am I going to ask them? And the script might go something like this. For me to best help you, Mr. Prospect, I need to ask you a few questions about your situation. Would that be okay? And they're going to say yes, because that's called the repeated yes technique. It's a language pattern designed to guide the prospect to say yes. So they say yes. In preparation of our meeting, Bob, I made a list of questions. With your permission, I'd like to go through the questions and take notes. Would that be okay? Now we just got Bob's permission to read from my sheet the questions. I don't have to memorize it and take notes. And Bob loves it because I'm taking notes on his favorite subject, which is him. Okay. Well, that's something that anybody listening, they could literally take those those two scripts that I just rattled off, and they could insert those into their next presentation. Now, what that does is it makes the probing question section of your presentation more persuasive. Well, we dissect the presentation down into these, in this example, 12 points. We strengthen each of the 12 points. It is predictable that anybody that does that is going to get better. And that's why I love teaching this is I've literally cracked the code. And it's not that I figured it out. It's my mentor who came up in the NLP movement with literally went to school with, with Richard Bandler at UC Santa Cruz and John Grinner, co-founders of NLP. He cracked the code from a scientific standpoint. I never did the research. My mentor did all the research. He taught me. I became a top producer based on this system. He's given me permission to teach it. So I'm literally teaching like the most back scientific research about sales persuasion and influence. And I teach that to my clients and anybody that applies this stuff, they're, they're going to be better, more successful, more persuasive, make more sales, make more money, be more powerful. That's what the conversation's about. Awesome. So scripting outline, you teach the basics. And I have to say that, you know, again, going back to my days of seminar speaking, it looked like I remember traveling with a, um, a group and the speaker and we would do two presentations a day, three times a week, so six presentations a week, every week, 50 weeks out of the year. 
And I better you better believe it. That thing is scripted. It's scripted down to the literally the moment we knew as the back of the room. We knew the cue, like the moment he said this particular sentence. We knew some things to do in the background. Okay, he's about to close. Right. We knew that because of the description. But when you looked at him and you heard his presentation, it didn't look scripted at all. And I think that was the power of of his presentations. He would close 20 and 25 percent consistently over time every single day, twice a day. So let's talk about that more. How do you help people, Eric, specifically? I mean, do you kind of dig in? Do you, do you fly into their businesses and do this? Or how do you actually hand over these principles that you were taught by your mentor? Yeah, so I've been at this now um, a little over 17 years and um, have put a lot of this into a curriculum. So I've written 10 books, for example. I've created um, four home study courses that have 12 modules each. And so a person could literally get my book and they could learn it that way. They could sign up for one of my, my online courses. It's like University of Phoenix, but for sales principles. And they could do it in self-study. They could work with uh, one of my coaches who have been trained thoroughly in my system. And they can work with them one-on-one. Uh, if it's a company and you want me to install the Eric Off Home sales system, then you could hire me and I could come into your company and I could just bring the whole system right into your company. So there's a lot of ways to do it very inexpensively through books or through courses or you know, hiring me is the, the most expensive way, but there's a lot of ways to do it. And the good news is no matter how you get the content, you should get an extraordinary return on investment because you're going to make more sales. It's going to offset your cost. So that, that those are some of the ways that, that we can help people. Absolutely. So you can go to his website. Now tell, go ahead, show us your website. Tell them what they get there and, and, and how they can talk to it. Like for me, I know that I like what I like. I like to talk to a coach. I like to talk to, I mean, books are great, but I really want to have, hey, my business is different. I want to talk to a coach. How does that work? You know, I, so do you have that opportunity or, you know, where can they go to find you and raise their hand and say, yeah, like I'm interested in having a conversation with this guy? Yeah. So we've got several different connection points and one that's just a no brainer. My main website is saleschampion.com. And when you go there, my best selling book, the system, which teaches my entire system, we literally give the book away for free. So just go to saleschampion.com. You'll see it on there. You opt in. And then with the book, once you opt in, we're going to give you a sales assessment, which is a something that you're going to take online and it's going to help you identify your strengths and weaknesses. And then totally free, I'm going to pair you up with one of my coaches. My coaches bill out at $125 a session, and they're going to coach you on your assessment. So you get my book for free, you get the assessment for free, you get the coaching session for free. All of that, all you need to do is just go to saleschampion.com. And then another two other ways to connect with me, I'm huge on Facebook. And so if you just go on Facebook you can either add me as a friend or follow me. There's all kinds of cool ways we can connect over Facebook. And then I've got about close to 100 videos on YouTube. So you can train right over your uh, YouTube and just go to youtube.com forward slash sales champion, the number one. So those are some ways to connect with me. I'm 45 years old. As of this recording, I'm going to do this for the next 30 years. So there's a lot of possibility about how I can help you. If you have a company, if you have a sales team, um, just assist you in, in getting the best results possible. So I just checked out your Amazon page, by the way. Go check out in Amazon and go to Eric, um, L-O-F-H-O-L-M. Wow, you've got a lot of books. That think it's really, it's really cool, actually. Yeah, my, my newest book is called Sales Scripting Mastery. 
And it is, from my view, the most comprehensive book ever written on the subject of sales scripting. It's over 200 pages, 77 different script writing techniques. You can get it on Kindle for three bucks, paperback for about 12. And um, yeah, Amazon, I've done very well on Amazon, sold thousands of books through that medium. And and um, so, yeah, it's worked out really well. I'm talking about sales scripting. I know for myself, that really interests me because nowadays with, you know, we call a VSLs, like video sales letters and presentations. I think that that is really the the number one way to leverage your time through video sales letters or one-on-one present, like one-on-many presentations. doesn't matter what the medium is. One-on-many could be a seminar. One-on-many could be a VSL. It could be a podcast right here. I think that's a big, the biggest missing for me in my business. So if I, if I'm raising my hand saying, Hey, I want to learn more about sales scripting, you know, so other than that book, sales scripting mastery um, on Amazon, where else or what else, what kind of, what products should I, should I purchase from you? Yeah, so I have um, the most comprehensive script writing training program on the planet. We call it Gold Protege. It's 12 modules, and then we do a weekly call, and it comes with a two-day virtual script writing boot camp. We teach that live every quarter. So people are on their computers all over the world, and I'm, I show up there with my script writing partner, Dave Ayupa, and we guide you on how to get your scripts done. And so if you really want to get your scripts done and, and have some great professional yeah. training, Gold Protege, and when you get your free coaching session, you can talk with a coach about that. Um, our products are fantastic. And, and really, every one of our products, no matter whether it's the lowest price or highest price, you should get return on investment as long as you're applying what we're teaching you. And to your point, there's all these technology tools that we can use now and if you combine it with scripting, like webinar selling, you can do one-on-one webinars, you can do group webinars, you can do recorded webinars, you can do automated webinars, you could do conference call selling, you can do group selling where you're in front of the room. You can take all those tools and put it in a video, like you said, and send it out to individuals, but it's being sent out to 10 people, 100 people, 1,000 people. The techniques will make your websites more persuasive, your emails more persuasive. So it really is about giving you the greatest tools possible. I'm a bottom producing sales guy. I got mentored by a genius guy named Donald Moyne. He was the guy that helped me. And I went became a top producer and I've gone on to do millions of dollars in sales by applying a sales system. So what I do now is I just go out and train people the system and people that apply it, they, they make more money. You know, it's something you um, talked about in your bio. It talks about you're a naturally gifted teacher. Now, what's interesting about that for me, I know in, in the seminar world, there were the pitch people, you know, the pitchers. We call the pitch the people at the front of the room that pitched the idea, the seminar, the next seminar. And then they had the com- the teachers, the people that when you went to the three-day event, <coughs> long day, the teachers showed up, right? <clears throat> and I usually, now usually the teacher is not the salesperson, the pitcher. But I find it really interesting that you're both. Well, the, the thing about it is that I learned how to do the front of the room selling but nobody taught me how to teach. And, and we had talked when we set, set up this podcast about Ted Thomas. And yeah. when I started coaching Ted, he was the teacher of the courses. And he didn't know how to sell front of the room. And I taught him how to sell front of the room. And you've seen how good he oh, is. Good. Yeah, yeah. So the, the thing about the system that I'm talking about, it's so beautiful for people that are not naturally born sales superstars, people like Ted Thomas and myself. We weren't naturally born with sales. We're natural natural with teaching. 
So if you're listening right now and you're going, I'm not a naturally born salesperson, well, you could become a total rock star with the right system. That's what the system does. It doesn't require you to be intuitively great at sales. You let the system do the heavy lifting. And it's I've documented the whole thing. My mentor taught me. I documented with my books, my home study courses, and so forth. So there's a, a legitimate system we can transfer over to you. And you'll have that skill set for the rest of your life. Even if you're brand new, it doesn't matter. It makes no difference where you're at. So get on over to saleschampion.com and get the free book. And we'll send you out the info on the assessment, the coaching session. That's all totally free. We're going to give to you first. And if you'd like my help beyond that, we've got all kinds of ways to develop you and turn you into a sales superstar. Well, I'm going to be going through it. I'm going to be, you know, raising my hand and going through that process because uh, I know that right now I'm focused on sales scripting personally. So I want to go through and talk to one of your coaches. So you'll be seeing my name come through there. I hope you guys do too. Saleschampion.com. And just again, going back to the teaching thing, just real quick. I remember, um, I remember one of the, I remember the back of being back of the room and there was a guy in the front of the stage and he was pitching Well, he was supposed to be. And we said, oh my God, his sales are going to really tank. He's teaching. And uh, people are like, what do you mean? I'm like, well, if he's if you teach too much in the pitch conversation, right, uh, you're going to lose the pitch. I could be wrong about that. I'm actually curious what you think. Um, I think that was happening with Ted Thomas. Like you said, like for a while, he was a teacher. He wasn't the pitch man. You know, and once you taught him how to pitch, when when people know the right way how to pitch and teach, it doesn't feel weird. It feels like, oh, I'm being taught. And oh, by the way, I'm being pitched. Would you say that's true, that most people kind of kill the cell when they teach too much? Yeah, so just for clarity purposes for everybody, we're talking about front of the room selling right now. The system, though, it doesn't matter if you do phone sales, if you meet with prospects in the home. Um, front of the room selling is one style of selling. The system works no matter how you sell. But to the point of education, so there's different styles of communication. Negotiation is a style of communication. Parenting is a style of communication. Management is a style of communication. Teaching is a style of communication. Selling is a style of communication. So teaching and selling are two different skill sets. Now, there can be educational processes within the sales process. Like if you sell life insurance, you've got to educate them about life insurance. If you sell network marketing, you've got to educate them about network marketing. And that's true in many industries. But you're educating for a purpose to persuade versus teaching somebody for comprehension. So it's it's important to understand what are you trying to accomplish? Are you wanting to teach to teach? Are you wanting to teach to sell? Are you not needing to teach in order to sell? And this is why the script is so important. You figure all this stuff out, and then you just deliver a very similar presentation over and over and over. It doesn't necessarily have to be scripted word for word. The front of the room speaking, the reason why it's often scripted word for word is it's a controlled environment. So they get maybe 90 minutes to speak. It's in a hotel ballroom. They've got a PowerPoint. They've got a, a captured audience. If you go and sell in somebody's home, <laughs> you might not get 90 minutes. The kids are crying in the background. The phones are ringing. The, the husband's on his cell phone. So the environment in selling can be very different in a front-of-the-room selling environment. It's, it's a very controlled environment. So sometimes I advise people to use word-forward scripts. Sometimes it's more a consultative sales approach. It depends on what you're selling and what the strategy is. But the bottom line point is you can all get better. And imagine how your life would be if you got better. And that's what I'm excited about. For those of you that want to get better, I'm excited to be one of the people to teach you, to guide you, to assist you 
in having a skill set for the rest of your life. Mm, it's really powerful. I love that. Yeah, it's so true. Very true. And, and I, thank you for breaking that down for me that parenting is a particular language versus management is a different language. It's so true. People like uh, they collapse everything versus like I am a salesperson versus sometimes you're parenting, sometimes you're managing, sometimes you are selling. And the other key piece that you said that I want to highlight is when you said, are you teaching to educate to comprehension? Or are you teaching to persuade to feel confident about their purchase? It's a very different um, kind of teaching explanation versus a true teaching to comprehension. And I think one of the challenges people try to teach to comprehend in the middle of a sales presentation. Exactly. Like if I'm working with my daughter and her math homework and she's got a test coming up, she's got to understand fractions. And if I'm persuading her, I get it. I land the point about why fractions are important, but I don't have to get it to the point of comprehension. And it's a, it's a different type of teaching. And so, you know, if you're selling somebody life insurance, you've got to teach them just to the point of persuasion. They don't have to understand all the nuances of life insurance. They just have to understand the benefit of it. And so that's a key point that you're making there. And if you try to bring in a, a, a teaching style when you should be persuading, you're going to be shooting yourself in the foot. And, and, and we just want the right tool for the job. And like on this podcast, you know, we're just having a banter back and forth. The reason why that style of communication is so good is so it's it's entertaining. It's not this static thing. You can, you know, pull out my passion, which you've done because of it's the back and forth. So different situations require different types of communication. Yeah, that's pretty powerful. I mean, we um, have a weight loss company here and we sell that $1,500 product and we had a new person and she started exp- she started teaching to try to get them to understand every single piece of the of the whole $1,500 deal. And it's overwhelming, you know, like we're, and she was almost teaching them like they're going to be the doctor. Like they don't want to be the doctor. They just want to, if I take this stuff, I'm going to lose weight. You know what I mean? That was, that's right. Like if I, if I give you $1,500, I get this stuff. Am I going to lose weight? Yes. And here's what you need to do. Okay. That's all they need to do. Instead, she was like going through each product and what this does for you is like, you know, stop. And so they almost, they almost literally almost walked out the door and said, we're done. We can't, we, it's so overwhelming and to understand it all that we just want to give you our money back. And luckily we caught it, but it's, it's she was teaching to comprehend, not teaching to persuade and just say, Hey, you got this. You did the right decision. $1,500. You're going to lose weight. Let us know if you have any questions, you know? So, um, and the confidence. So this has been really fabulous. Go check out um, EricSalesChampion.com. I will. You'll see my name floating through there. I'm going to get on the phones with one of your your coaches and have a conversation with them about sales scripting because that's something I'm doing right now with podcasting. This is a, a form of persuasion. Last words with you, Eric? You know, bottom line is you can get better at sales if you want to. Even if you're not a born sales superstar like I wasn't, you can get better. And that's the main message that I want you to take from today's podcast. Awesome. That was powerful. Well, thank you so much for listening to The Win with Heather Havenwood and go check out Eric at saleschampion.com. Thank you for listening to The Win with Heather Havenwood. Interested in coaching with Heather? Go to heatherhavenwood.com and sign up for a business discovery consultation. Here is your free gift for listening. Get three audio chapters of Heather's book, Sexy Boss, How Women Empowerment is Changing the Rulebook, when you text the word sexy to 7200. Again, text the word sexy, that is S-E-X-Y 
07272-000 and receive your three audiobook chapters. Number is good only in North America. For outside the USA, text SEXY to plus one three two three four five seven double two double eight. Text SEXY to plus one three two three four five seven double two double eight. Long distance charges may apply. Heather wants to hear from you. Questions you want answered on the show. Comments, interview requests. Email media at sexywellsync.com or leave a private voicemail. 51 Boss Is Me. Again, the number is 512-677-4763. Check out all of Heather's sites. Heatherhavenwood.com. Sexybossinc.com. E2Lab.com. DatingTriggers.com. This is a sexy boss rap. This podcast is a copyright of Havenwood Worldwide, LLC.